coming up on TMS. Remote server returned code 500. No country for old Ricky. In VR, everyone can hear you fart. I don't like digital rupees. Sushi, market, sweep. That'll do. Cocaine pig, that'll do. Everything jumps like RAM. The following program is brought to you with unexpected airplane nudity. I woke up in the middle of the night and kicked my wife. More pop. <laughs> Centralizing the decentralization with Tom. Goldenrod was my porn name. Nobody's seen this recommendal with Randy. Squirt me some brown. <laughs> Bit clam with Tom. Randy won't talk about cannibalism on recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. How did we double up on them? I don't know. When Hunts asked me to introduce their new barbecue sauce, I said, I don't know, fellas. And the thicker the better. And it's all natural. Mmm, boy, is it better. Maybe you put down that gun before I get mad and make you eat it. The morning stream. The morning stream. Into daring rescue action. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the morning stream. I'm so excited because today is 2-20... No, I'm so sorry. 2-2-22. Or you yes, could say 2... No, I'm sorry. You could say 22-2-2 for the Europeans or whoever does sure, it backwards. Sure, sure. But all the twos are in there. The well, only two, thing that would make would it better... Do, they would still do 2-2-22 because they would just put the day, then the month, then the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. But if this... if the, What the hell happened there? Oh thing finally logged in uh if this were uh tuesday it'd be perfect right but it's right, wednesday right. that kind of sucks don't worry 22 will be tuesday yeah will it wait yes yeah Two twenty two Oh, you're right yeah. yeah we talked about this this is happening i forgot it's happening yeah oh man you know very it takes a lot to get me excited in 2022 but <laughs> But I'm excited now, boy, boy, howdy. Like, if you can't go somewhere and get two for one tacos, uh, then what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, they'll do that, right? People will yeah, have some right. deal. Who will do They're it, doing, though? They're uh, doing Twins Day at Disneyland. Like, all the employees who are twins that where both twins work at Disney World and Disneyland are, are doing some weird thing today. Really? I, yeah. I had no idea. Is that a uh, is that a normal? Uh, I guess they they only have to do it when this happens. I guess so they, they only have to... to do this when this happens. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. It, uh, once in a millennium, day two two twenty two, we're celebrating all things two by highlighting some of our very special cast members, those who came as a pair. Mm. Uh, where is it here? How many twins do they have working there? Apparently, quite a few. Uh, That's interesting. Like Luke, like Luke and Leia. Well, not in that first movie. Sharpay and Ryan, <laughs> and even Tweedledee and Tweedledum, cast member twins, share a special connection. Blah blah blah. Mm. Uh, so I guess they're just honoring them at the park for some reason. They mentioned Luke and Leia. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but they're not twins. Uh, they came out of Padme Amidala at the same time. They were they were fraternal twins. I thought they were. Oh yeah, yeah. they did, didn't they? No. You know, I, there's things about the prequels I just straight up blocked out of my memory. <laughs> I really did. I don't remember shit from yeah. those things. By the way, They're guess who's twins who kiss? Isn't get, that cool? It's so cool. <laughs> guess who's really into that? Uh, this will be a real shock to you to hear this, but Jamie uh, Lannister. No, <laughs> no, this little guy. <laughs> Uh, Van loves the prequels, and he loves Watto, and he oh, loves sure. uh, all of it. And it reminded me, oh yeah, George Lucas made this for kids. That's right. 
This is a kid's trilogy. I put my money on Sebulba. <laughs> he tries to do the voice, too. I go, what is... What Does is, he really? Oh, what cool. is he saying? He, he goes... He gets all low like that and tries to do it. It's pretty funny. Anyway. Well, Darth, Darth Marcus, uh, Obi-Wan tells Luke in Return of the Jedi that that he has a sister. I don't think he says twins, though, does he? No, he says sister. Or six. Yeah, I think they just say sister. Or he says, well, Yoda says there is another, and then later right. on, uh, Vader figures it out and goes, sister, or whatever. Exactly uh, right. Yeah. But we never knew if they were twins. But then in the prequels, you know, uh, Natalie yeah, Portman absolutely. shoots him out at the same time. So there you go. Oh, he does say twin sister? Okay. No, I know, Zoe, I know a sister can still be a twin. I just didn't think we learned that the two of them were twins until the prequels. Yeah, there could have been years apart as far as we knew. There could have been a couple right. years apart. Which is what I kept assuming. And because I don't like the prequels at all, I just kept assuming it. Because it's kind of gross if you kiss your sister and she's much older than you. Yeah. If you're the same age, it's a lot better. It's but if you're way kissing better. your sister. Yeah. Way better <laughs> to luck. kiss your sister you know, when you're the same for age. Luck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, they said course, it was I for. Had the entire, I had the entire roadmap of Star Wars planned out. Uh, all of it. <laughs> Wait I didn't a minute. make Ken, anything up as we went along at all. Ken Kratz, is, uh, he wrote Star Wars? Is that uh, what happened there? <laughs> he did, yeah. Would you like to come over and see my legal briefs? <laughs> Are they going to ever give me a third one and finish that damn thing so I can get it out of my head? I Look, I'm done uh, with your making Not if murder. nothing happens. I mean... Uh, did Massey they'd... get out? Massey. Massey? Massey. The kid? Uh, the kid. Not I think kid the kid anymore. may have... It's like 30 now, but yeah. Making a murderer. Did they... There was something that happened, right? Yeah. He... Uh, I don't remember now. He put up a, po- a poster of... Um, what's her name? Someone threw a pebble through it, and they found out he crawled through a pipe of... <laughs> of poo-poo and came out the other side. Right, yeah. A poster yeah. of... Uh, what's her face? What's her name? Uh, I can't think of her name. Raquel Welch, right? Raquel Welch was one of the posters because he had the 10,000 BC poster. Rita Hayworth. Rita Hayworth. Because yeah, that's in the title of the Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. That's right. The original book title. The, yeah. short, the short story by Richard Bachman, a.k.a. Good old Richard Bachman. Yeah. I don't, what? Yeah, okay. no, yeah. No announcement of another season. All right, so we're maybe we got to wait for something big to happen there, probably. Yeah, exactly. Uh, chat room: Is there any writers in the room? Why do people write under pseudonyms for a period of their career? You always hear about it. So Stephen King was Richard yeah. Bachman for all those years, and then A.K. Rowling did a the the, the artful Avenger or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, called. and she didn't even need to, except the, the the systematic Democrat. What was that book called? Yeah, like it was, what was uh, that? That was the, something uh, weird. The, the efficacious penumbulum. The per, per, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but it wasn't a different. Oh, Jay Fantastic says different genre. Shawshank definitely is a different genre than the usual oh, Stephen maybe King. That's it. But Bachman, under the Bachman name, he wrote a bunch of other horror stuff. I don't know. It was contract reasons. I guess ghostwriters yeah. do this. The Cuckoo's I don't know. Calling. That's it. Uh, Robert, Robert Galbraith. Uh, Robert Galbraith. Good old Robert Galbraith. She did it as a man's name. Interesting. Given all her recent history. It's just interesting. Uh, Well, all right then. Robert doesn't have to be a man's name. No, I've never, I mean, I've never met a woman named Robert, but they can exist. Bobby Draper. Isn't Bobby Draper on uh, The Expanse? Is she she Robert? Is she? uh, Yeah, I mean, there's Bobby. She's probably Roberta, right? There's there's Bobby's and there's, uh, oh, Roberta. Yeah, probably. I didn't think of that. That's probably it, yeah. Anyway, well, good luck to all the Robertas out there. 
Yes. You've been handed a raw deal. All right, moving on. Uh, we're going to... Yeah. Oh, a couple things here. So I was telling the chat room earlier, I'm kind of cranky today. Yeah. I, uh, the show will help me, but uh, a little cranky. And I think part of it is because I woke up in the middle of the night and kicked my wife um, in a dream. Wow, usually you do that while you're sleeping. Oh, yeah, you I should mention. woke up in the middle of the night and <laughs> kicked your wife. Yeah, let me get, let me get the, the chronology correct here. I had a dream. There was a guy on top of my car I was trying to kick off in the dream. I have no other memory of the dream, but I was trying to kick get him off. Get off my car. Yeah, get off my car. And I started kicking violently. And then Kim goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And I went, oh, shoot, it's me again. So I'm kicking her in bed. I don't know what that was about. But then I couldn't go back to sleep, so I'm super cranky as a result. I, she's gonna make you want to sleep like she's gonna want to sleep in separate beds like the the uh, the Petries and the Ricardos. The Ricardos, yeah. Did they address that in that Rick, uh, Lucy movie at all? Did they go no, into that? No, okay, uh-uh. all right. Just curious about that era yeah. and why. No, they... It starts with the two of them having sex, which is really weird. Oh, really? Yeah, with <laughs> Heavy R. Bardem, Lucy and Desi having sex. Does he make? Does does she make her call the coin in the air before he does anything? And yeah, then, yeah okay. exactly. I was, I was wondering what the uh, where, where we were getting with the. Uh, <laughs> I can't help it with him. I can't help it. It's just no country for old Ricky. <laughs> I love that movie, so it's hard for me to, to separate him and from that movie. Anyway, so uh, I was in VR yesterday. Yeah. Uh, for a thing that I still can't talk about. Um, it's taking a while because this is how the regular sure. you forget how That's the how corporate the world works. the yeah. corporate world the world of uh, you know media and lawyers and all that you forget yeah. Yeah. how slow that boat can go yeah well look at that podcasting we we poop out a show in the morning you have it in the afternoon yeah. you have it in the late morning really yeah you have it about 35 40 minutes after I'm done yeah. after I edit yeah, exactly so you you take that old media yeah old media take that right in the shorts you old farts. So anyway, yeah. I'm in this VR thing, and we're in a yeah. uh, a, a social space, right? Okay. Floating right. around there with our avatars and talking and stuff, and and uh, doing this interview thing. And as we're getting ready for the the main main part of what was happening, um, I'm standing next to I don't know three or four other people. Some are in production, some are there from uh, a certain organization, and then there's me. And we're all sure. just standing around, and I. They're all they're having a moment, which is basically all quiet on the set. They're trying to test some because uh, they're going to they're filming this in VR with virtual cameras. And so they want to check audio and they're making sure they're not getting any weird feedback next to anybody or anything. So we're all sitting there very quietly. Nobody's saying a word. And then I hear this and it's not the actual sound because I didn't record it. I wish I had. Um, if, whoops, I gotta find it. Hold on. Uh, what, where, where would I have put that? Uh, hold on there. Is it this one? No. Oh, I don't. The one time I can't freaking find my fart sound. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, it was like oh, a really, yeah. um, the, it was, that one, <laughs> one you play occasionally. It's a real short one. Um, but it was, I hear in the silence of VR, I hear just a little. Uh. Somebody in there farted and it picked it up on their microphone and it's all I could do to not, I was, I thought that was so funny. I couldn't stop. I was like holding in the <laughs> did laughter. You have to mute your microphone. And, uh... I did, but here's how you do it in that, in that world. You have to hold up your, your left wrist at a certain angle and a little menu pops up. And one of the options is a, is a microphone. You hit it and you mute it with oh, your cool. finger. But yeah. in, you know, in VR, if you're, <laughs> when I'm in the middle of trying to hold back laughter, I'm pulling up my arm. I'm not looking at it right. The thing sort of pops up and then goes away. Wait, wait, wait. Come back up. Where's the button? Oh, I hit the wrong one. Shit. Then I finally hit the right thing. It was 
nearly impossible not to laugh. And I'm sure a little piece <laughs> of my laughter got out there. But somebody cracked one off. It was great. That's great. Well, yeah. They thought they were alone in VR world. And, yeah. Oh, microphone won't pick this up. Yeah. But, they, uh, apparently it did. No, it's, I'm telling you, those things are sensitive enough in those quests to, to pick up your toot. So Yeah, it's it's much easier with the mic, the mixer set up here, right? I can always just, you know, that sort of thing to like cover it up. Uh, when you're in Zoom, yeah. I've noticed the little icon comes up with the mute. And so if you see a little mute icon of a little microphone with a slash through it come up for like a second in yeah. uh, in, in one of my Zoom meetings, yeah. it's because I'm farting. Oh, people. all right. It's just because I'm farting. No, that's good yeah. to know. That's yeah. good to know because, exactly. you know, I always wondered what you were doing. Now I know. Yeah, that's why. Yep, exactly. That's fantastic. You know, listen, folks, we have a lot of fart jokes here on TMS. Sometimes we have poop jokes. Those will do in a pinch, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, fart jokes uh, plenty here on TMS. <laughs> they will do in a pinch. Oh, boy. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Hey, what's going on? What's your cat? What's going on? Yeah, so you know that thing where uh, you have a piece of string and um, and your cat doesn't care about it, or they're acting like they don't care about it. But sure. uh, the more the string kind of pulls away from them, the more they des- they, they, they want it. They yeah. just want it. They have to have it. They need that string right there. Yeah. So they're biological imperative to have that string. Biological imperative. Anyway, so last night I went to a sushi conveyor belt uh, with uh, it was Tristan's birthday, so we took him out for sushi. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the struggle is real. I felt like the damn cat. Like, you know, when it's right next to you, not sure you want that that uh tuna you know that maguro uh, sure. uh piece right there yeah but then the further it goes away from you like no no don't go away i think i want that and so <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute it's one of these loops though right so you have a good chance of it so, coming around you'll get yeah the- so and, and especially a good chance last night because um there were only three tables uh loaded in the restaurant and um uh, we were able to get everything <laughs> we wanted. The way we were sitting, by the way, was great. So um, imagine a, um, not a full loop, but a, uh, oh, good. a good comparison is like a um, a modeling catwalk. Right? Oh. The runway. Okay. On yeah. the catwalk. <laughs> Do my little turn on the catwalk. So it comes down. There's a, a wider loop that goes around some tables, um, bar style at the very end, mm-hmm. and then it comes back down, kind of right alongside, right parallel to the to the same loop. So we had the first spot next to the kitchen. So when the stuff came out of the kitchen, freshly freshly prepared, we had first dibs, and it would make its little way around, and we have a chance if we really liked it on the way out. If there was another dish of it, we could grab it on the way back. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's all in this cool metal, uh, refrigerated metal um, conveyor belt system. Oh, this thing is so cool. And I'm guessing, because we saw them pull stuff off after they'd made it around like two or three times. Yeah. um, I think they must have some sort of RFID chips in the plates or something because they knew the things that were on there. Oh um, yeah, they probably do multiple times. How else would they do that? They would have unless they were yeah, they'd have to know or they'd have to have yeah. some way of tracking. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it was really cool. So we walk in there at about let me say let's say five fifty five p.m. Okay, that's important because as we sit down, our yeah. our server comes over to, over to us and says, "Hey, you guys can just start grabbing whatever you want." 
Uh, I'll bring your waters and anything else you want, but start grabbing because uh, it's there are five minutes left of happy hour. Oh, okay. And like, oh, wait, so is it anything we grab before six o'clock or just because we're here now, we're locked into happy hour prices for as long as we're here? She's like, nope, anything you grab for the next five minutes is happy hour prices. Really? <laughs> so, so we were Lucy and Ethel. And uh, Fred and Des, I mean, basically it was like, you know, the scene that AV Tech John put in there of uh, Lucy and Ethel at the uh, conveyor belt candy factory. Oh, wow. Going nuts. Just grabbing. We are going nuts. We're like, anything we think we're going to want, we're grabbing. And it's like hand over fist, like, ah, yeah, that one, that one, that one. And and our booth is lined up so that only Tristan and I are directly next to the booth or to the uh, conveyor belt. Yeah. So Tina and Kay are saying, Oh, get that. Ooh, caterpillar roll. Yeah. Get some of that. Uh, get a, get a, a spider roll. Oh, spicy tuna. Yeah. Get some of that. And we're right. Ra- we're just basically like grab, 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 grab. Wow. Oh, you're making me hungry. And so they, so they came over at six and they added up all of the plates. You know, they're on, they're on, uh, different colored plates based on their price with a a really cool see-through plastic dome over all of them. That way not everybody's, you know, somebody somebody with a cold didn't breathe on my sushi. Yeah. <laughs> before I, before I got it. Uh so you basically grab the plate, you lift off the little plastic dome, put that on the side for Stephen King later, and then you eat your sushi <laughs> and then at the very end they count up the different colors of plates that you have and so she uh uh she counted up our plates at six and then she counted up our plates, the remaining plates afterwards between the four of us. Yeah. We had, I think our final tally was 41 plates of sushi. That's a lot. It is a lot. Now, you know, the rolls are just two pieces of a roll. It's not a whole six piece roll. Um, and then when you get regular sushi, it's just two pieces of sushi, but still, and I'm, and I'm just going to say, uh, Kay didn't have that much. <laughs> She's not a big sushi eater, so she did all the California roll and caterpillar and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, Tina, well, let's just say Tristan and I probably did more than half of those plates. You did Easily the damage. Like, yeah. Probably two thirds of those plates were Tristan. What's a, I don't know what a caterpillar roll is. Why do I not know that? Caterpillar roll is eel on the inside, cooked yeah. eel, unagi, yeah. okay. um, with uh, maybe, I don't know if they put what else they put in there, rolled in rice with layers, slices of avocado across the top. Ooh, that sounds all right. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. And they oh. had like uh We need tempura. to go to a proper place, I think, because the last place I went to. You need to go to a proper place. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good, we have a really good sushi place near us that I, we haven't been to since the pandemic, but this is making yeah. me want to go there. Maybe we'll go there. You should go there. Uh, this is my favorite sushi place in in uh, in Denver now, just because of the novelty of the whole conveyor belt. But also, it's like, oh, that's what that looks like. Yeah, I'm totally eating that. As opposed to looking at, uh, I don't know if I want this Alamogordo roll on the menu. Yeah, the Alamogordo. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, all right. But then, then once you see it, it's like, oh, yeah, that looks good. I want that. Did he have a nice birthday? Then it was all good. He had a great birthday. He had a really, really good time. That's good. Enjoyed uh, enjoyed that tremendously. So twenty five is old, man. He's old. Twenty five, quarter of a century, man. Yeah, he that's... can now rent a car. I think is the deal at twenty five, yeah. right? Isn't that the? Yeah, it's weird. The milestone. I don't like it. No, sir, I don't. I had my first kid when I was twenty five. That's freaky. I already said that yesterday, didn't I? I yeah, already we brought that up. About that. Yep. 
Well, I'll just bring it up again. I'm glad he didn't have his first kid at 25. No, that's, yeah, well, I don't know. You know what? You, you In that scenario, you win. That's true. Worked out well for you. Yeah. But, uh, you win if he has it now. I'm telling you. He's 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 not ready. He's not ready to be a parent. No. And, and you know, look, who is at 25? Very few people. But when they are, they'll know it. Speaking of oh, knowing it. Oh, Haven's Daddy, I love sushi done on Pearl. I, I think I've been to 90% of the sushi places in in the Denver metro area. Yeah, that's your job. <laughs> Brian wouldn't uh, exist without it. He has to do yeah. all the sushi. Hey, speaking yeah. of sushi, we haven't done. There's some sushi right over there we've never done. It's uh, South Carolina's own Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian. How you doing there, buddy? Oh, hi, oh, hi Scott and Brian. How oh, are hi. you guys? Good. Good. How are you? How are you? Hey. Good. Uh, I, you know that deal? Sorry, this is a total inside baseball thing about Play Retro, but uh, you know that uh, deal they had on Steam for... Uh, that collection Contra. of the Contra yeah. games. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's only four bucks. I'm buying that. It's like every Contra game ever made. I'm going to go get that. And I went and got it. And that thing is effed. It's got all kinds of problems. And I had to return really? it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got it as well because I was going to, I thought about getting on the Switch because it's 20 bucks on the Switch. Yeah. And I said, eh, let's just see if I'm interested. And no, I haven't had any trouble so far. Yeah. But what, what is, what's your problem? The sound, controller problem? No, sound drivers is like, it's just effed. It's just like a big, messy, broken really? mess. And yeah, so I returned it. It's okay because I'll just emulate it and play them all. You know, right? Yeah, you return. You got your four bucks. I back. got my four bucks back. Take yeah. that. Take that, world. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, hey, it's you, and you're here, and we're gonna play a game. It's uh, time for the Tad Pooley feud. And uh, oh, I guess we probably have a caller coming in. Let's see. No, not yet. But we do. Uh, oh no, we do have one. Here we go. Uh, hi, who's this? Hey, it's Tom Norman in the chat. Hello, Tom Norman in the chat. Welcome back. It's good to have you here. Uh, you're going to play a little game with us, which will be a great time, and Brian's going to explain how yeah. it works. Brian, what are we doing? That's right, I'm, 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 I'm Norm. It's time to play mm. the Tadpooly Feud. I've uh, surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and these two guys are going to have to predict the answers that that Tadpool gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, uh, Tom, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, and if your team wins... You know, your duo, not really a team. If you win with the player that you're assigned to, you get a prize package. That includes uh, not Contra on Steam, but includes Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good (laughs) one. Yeah, it is good. Simple Rockets too. Nice. So you get a very complicated sounding game and a very simple sounding game. Yeah, no kidding. No, that's a good one. Uh, that uh, that first one's actually kind of new. That's not a. That's yeah, a, yeah, that was last year. We talked about it on uh, the other podcast we did, the indie podcast. I completed it. It was pretty neat. Oh, cool. it's pretty good. I it. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. All right, bad. awesome. Nice, nice, uh, nice uh, quality uh, uh, content today is what you're giving away. Cool. That's good stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, let's do. Let's get in here. What's well, our? Cool. Uh, what's yeah, our? Yeah, Brian's got to get in the game first. Brian, get in, get in the game. Uh, you, uh, Brian's, in been, the game? Brian, Brian's been clicking on the pinned message for almost thirty <laughs> minutes now, and every time I click on it, it says invalid room code. Oh, Try oh, again. Yeah. Invalid room code. Mm, let's see. Mine did finally let me in, but it did take forever. I don't know what that's about. Mine just instantly pops back invalid room code. Mm, let's see. How are we gonna fix that, Brian? We I'm gonna, gonna give you. Let me give you an, a different. Well, let me give you another link and just see if that makes any difference. I would There's love to join your game. <laughs> Click the link in uh, <laughs> the Discord I just posted and see if that's different. Yeah, yeah. 
Sounds like a plan there, Dunaway. You got that? You got that there link there? You got clicking that? It is different because this has a different name to it. Hmm. Maybe you But have... it still says invalid room code. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, that's weird. How, how come I'm in and he's not? Can I give him mine and maybe that know. works? Here. Here, let me yeah, do this. You should be able to. should right. be the same, but yeah. I'm trying another computer now to see if there's an issue there. Try the, try the code I just put in. Just for the heck that of it. It's a different one. That's interesting. It is different, yeah. Yeah. It's it's letting me... I mean, I'm in there. Oh. Now, you have a... There's a message that says, waiting for player to finish the latest episode of some Marvel show, is what it says. <laughs> so there's some fun Alka going Bob on there. has been adding those, and I love, I love that. Those are pretty good. I like it. Um, now, I feel like maybe I've crashed the server because I'm getting an error now in development try, mode. Turn mm. off your ad blocker if, uh, okay. if you've got that on. That's the first time I've seen that one come up. So, Could it's be your ad block. Are you blocking ads? Are you trying to keep the man down? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I didn't on the old link. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you know, ads, they're going to exist. Mm. And you have to sometimes face them. You have to sometimes be told that the Flowbee is the next thing you need to buy. Right, We shall all have the same haircut. Yeah, Floby, Floby, same Flo-by. haircut. Uh, you know what? That's like uh, the future of what movie has everyone has the same haircut in Logan's Run. Everyone Logan's has the same Run. Logan's Run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I look forward to my Floby except for future. Fair Fawcett. Somehow she, somehow she missed that. Uh, that, that mandate. It never surprises me when you remind me, or it never not surprises me when you remind me she was in that. I always forget she was in that until you yeah. say something. All right, let me, I'm going to try doing it on my phone now. I've tried every other device. Okay. Let's see if it's a Windows problem. Okay. Okay. Probably is, but it's okay. Yeah, Windows probably. 11. Oh, sure. Probably. Yeah. I've had, I haven't had huge issues with 11, but I've had a few little weird things mostly audio related i don't know what that's about maybe that's why that game didn't run right uh but it's uh yeah it's a little well, fishy you showed them yeah it's a little fishy it's okay i'm sure yeah. they'll patch through it just like every every windows version they'll patch it for like seven years and then it works so that's a good time oh amazon web servers might be down is that the deal oh so yeah, some people access like, some people don't i don't know if that's uh hmm we can always know. play uh, the the, the uh, pencil and paper version of the game. I can just have right. you guys. Buzzer is really the tough thing. You've just got to yeah. be able to me. remember what's been what's been guessed before. All right, we'll just say me and 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 make it work. Okay. If if you right. Brian, so your phone didn't do it either, right? You're you're out. Done away, Brian. I think in <laughs> in using his phone, he hung up. <laughs> I'm still here. Can you guys oh, okay. not hear me? No, we didn't hear you for a second. second. You guys are breaking up for me, too, so I don't know. I don't Maybe know what's it's going you. On. You got some weird-ass shit going on down there. How about this? How about this? I'm going to change this to a different zone. All right, Dunaway, how do you how do you feel now? How you sound in there, buddy? You guys are still a little bit uh, crusty, but you know sometimes that happens, and then it you know flows through. I, one thing that I'm having trouble with, the stupid Discord app on the phone yeah. Doesn't keep pins, so I have to like I'm oh. over here, and it's like, what's that password? Oh, good, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Very secure. Well, we'll so, do yes, one we'll do the pen and paper. Is version. there a library nearby with some uh, public computers you can uh, <laughs> rent? Or uh... yeah, there's a good idea. I put my headphones on and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you're gonna have to leave. Sure. They'll say. 
Uh, must leave now, sir. You need to. Uh, well, let's just do the paper, pa- pen and paper. Let's just version. do the. Yeah. yeah, we'll just do let's the. Uh, let's just do the pen and paper type. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's so weird because I'm getting an invalid room code. That just doesn't seem like. That just seems like a weird message to get. You would think that yeah. I would get, you know. You'd think. Something. Yeah. You'd be wrong, right. but you'd think. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. It's all good. All right, Brian, uh, we'll take it away okay. then this way. Let's do it this way. Sure. All right. Put your hands on your virtual buzzers, uh-huh. and uh, you guys will just shout your your. Uh, just go me. Okay. Uh, let, me let me try. Let me try. Just okay. One All right. Just okay. Real All right. quick. I'm just no gonna problem. try something. This is, it's good radio. It's good radio yeah, for us for, to be. For some reason, every time I put it in here. Oh, tra- this is why tra- old media does it their way. Oh. Right. It translates the room code into an abbreviation. So, oh. I, okay, there it goes. Okay, so whenever I click on the link that was pinned to Discord, mm-hmm. it would uh, translate it to part of the URL oh. for some reason. Well, that's the, is the room code. But yeah. if I copied and pasted the room code... It, from the URL, it worked. So okay. I don't know. I don't know. Shut up. Okay, Excellent. good. You're in. All right, Yay. you're in. Yay. We're in. Okay, now I have to do it the stupid way. <laughs> the oh. old fashioned. Oh, way. did I did I win the game? Yes, you won. Uh, we all won. Yeah. We all God. Won. <laughs> we all lost. All right, so now it's up. All See right, that? Cool. Okay. Let's do this. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, put your hands on your buzzers now that you have them. Yeah. And uh, be exact. Okay. I'm okay. just going to tell you that. Be exact. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we asked the tadpole. 580 of, uh, 581 of them responded. 10 of them could not come up with an answer to this. Okay. Name a Crayola crayon color. Oh. Scott. Burnt Sienna. Burnt oh, that's Sienna. nice. Yeah, they have that. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Brian, two answers will beat it. Can you name a Crayola crayon color the tadpole said more popularly more popularly more popularly more more i'm gonna go um with uh flesh color flesh Flesh. because that one always that one always gets the that always gets the ire up it does yes exactly all right flesh because you know there's only one color of flesh out there show me show me flesh Show me some flesh. Uh, it's lower. <laughs> that means I win. Number six. Yeah, so uh, uh, Scott and uh, Tom um, 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 Norm have control. All right. Tom, you and I, buddy, we got this. Uh, do anything jump here? Do that. Sure. Yeah. Do you got a color that uh, you want to get on there? I feel like blue is fairly popular. Yeah. People yeah, like the blue. I almost went something good. That's a good smart one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's say blue. Uh, show me blue. Yeah, number two. Two blue. All right. Um, What is odd here is that you want to be very specific about the colors, which is something that Crayola is very specific about. But then the tadpole, did they know it? Yeah, good question. Right. See, that's the thing, right? Like, did did the tadpole make up things or were they real? Oh, crap. Let's go. uh, Goo. Let's goo. Let's let's do uh, yellow. Yellow. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yellow. Look <laughs> out yellow. the stars. Yeah. They shine for you. Uh, kill me. <laughs> well, they were all yellow. <laughs> oh, no. No. No, no yellow. yellow. No yellow. No oh, yellow. So, uh, all right. No YOLO? How about YOLO? No um, YOLO. You only crayon once. I'm going to go with uh, red since blue was on there. Hmm. Sure. That did you know? That's let's go. Let's go with the primary colors and Why not? see if that was popular. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Oh. All right. Show me red. 
Yeah, oh, number one answer was red. Oh, wow. You were so slow on that. I was like, oh. Oh, really? Oh, I, yeah. you sound like you're still talking, so I didn't know if you were about to <laughs> You were so slow, and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, it worked well screwed. for all the primary colors except yellow. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Everything That's true. except yellow. That's true. Except yellow. All right, you still have control, Brian. What all else right. Well, there uh, are uh, six answers left on the board. You, you can't color your Muppets coloring book unless you got some green. So. Sure. All right. I hear it's not easy being it's this not. color. Uh, show me green. Number four. Number mm. four. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, damn, dude. Just, so we're just naming it. This, I like this one better because sometimes you say, give me your favorite. And this is just yes. name no, one. It's name great. a Crayola crayon color. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go green. Bless you. Bless you. Right, you. I'm going to go with the... <laughs> Sometimes I'm gonna I go just with you. hit the button. Sometimes I just walk away. Walk away. Just walk, just walk away. away. Just walk um, away. I'm gonna go with the uh, the worst crayon uh, because it's, mm. it's just pointless. It's pointless sure. because almost all coloring books are like a light color. So white. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you try to color on top of something else. Yeah. It's not gonna work. Yeah. It's just exactly. I hate this that is, one. And this is where the name a Crayola crayon color versus name your favorite Crayola crayon color yeah, comes yeah. into play. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's no way would this be up there. All right. All right. Show me white. Oh. Number number twenty two. People did say white. Really? The, the couple people even said the most useless Crayola crayon color. There you but, go. There uh, you go. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Did I mention yellow was number thirty one? By the way, yellow did make the board. Oh, it yellow was, was on there. Okay. Yellow is one of my favorite crayons. Now we're just talking the basic box because there were other boxes yeah. that had like tons yeah. more and like weird I mean, metallic. Twenty was it? 64. We're looking at the sixty-four. Twelve, box. Right, go okay. 12, 32, 64, and then the yeah. hundred. Was there one hundred and twenty-eight? Was it? Did it? I don't think they jumped. I don't think they jumped. Was it like Ram? Was <laughs> Crayola <laughs> like? I was trying to remember. I was like, "Am I making that up in my head in a memory?" Everything, everything jumps like Ram. I love it. Yeah, the doubles crayon. They they double every so many years. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, so yeah, I kind of feel like like the tadpole with gold with like a maze or a goldenrod or something weird. Oh, was there a goldenrod? The gold crayon was cool. That was the C-3PO color. Yeah, that was cool. I love that one. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, you know what? Why don't we say Golden Rod? Why is that? That sounds right to me. Let's say, because if they're not saying yellow, they had to have said something in the yellow range, and that would certainly be Golden Rod. Right. Let's say, we'll say also, Golden Rod. Also, that is sure. oddly specific. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Let's say it. All right. Show me Golden Rod. Now that I say it out loud, it sounds perverted. Yes. Ah. Uh, number 28 in the tadpoles uh, overall list. They did say it, but not uh, wasn't super high. Damn it. Um, unlike Ibit. Um, um, let me think here. Zub zub. Uh, they didn't go with white, so I wouldn't think they'd do the other one. How about give me some of that brown mm. so I sure. can color my Zune coloring book. <laughs> All right. Show me, squirt me some brown. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, squirt, squirt me a song from your right. Zune. I can't imagine how Microsoft does. Wow, we were surprised that that didn't take off. Squirt mm-hmm. me a track. Yeah. yeah. Uh, brown is new black, apparently not. I remember a burnt orange. Yeah. But, but, yeah. I, but I don't know. Since we got our burnt sienna out, I don't know if anyone's going to say burnt orange. I don't know on that one. Tom, I, yeah. s- save me. Yeah, here. I mean, I was kind of thinking 
silver? Oh, yeah, silver. I love this. So you're like me, Tom. I love the gold and silver. All the metallic ones, those were cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, those those are really fun, though. But were those in the initial. I guess they were in 20, the initials. They weren't. I don't think they were in the 24 pack. pack. Oh, you just mean like initial run? They definitely were in the 24 pack, yeah. Yeah, right. 60, but the 64 they you were. You had to get the 64 to get the uh, the metallics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you got the crayon sharpener in the back. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Built in. Yep. Yeah, paper sharpener holder deal. All right. Why not? We'll just say. Ugh. You know what? I'm going to change it up. Uh, I remember. Um, I remember Cobalt Blue. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. I remember Cobalt yeah, Blue, too. Yeah, do that. Ooh, okay. ooh, ooh that reminds me. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> Show me Cobalt Blue. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, oh, sure enough. Uh, Cobalt worried. Blue was, uh, where was it? Let's see here. I think somebody said it. Oh, yeah, it's tied for 46th place. One person said it. Wow. One how, person. After you got out of the top 10, how many unique answers? Yeah, that's a really good question. There? Um, there were unique answers, 102 unique answers. Wow. That's yeah. pretty good. So bigger than the big box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Oh. So what do you got there, Brian? Um, now it's I'm yours, worried. It's yours to win. Actually, I think you've won. But You've won. But yeah. uh, Right, right. Um. <laughs> Mm, I'm going to go with secondary colors, even though I'm a little worried about this one. Uh, I'm... Orange. you glad I didn't sure. say banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show me orange. Oh, uh, that, that does bring our game to a close. Uh, oh, man. Congratulations, Brian. Sorry, Tom Norm. <laughs> oh, uh, Tom. Those wow. prizes will carry over to next week. But uh, let's see what, uh, what what's remaining on the board here. Orange. Uh, well, this is the new orange, uh, oh, clearly. Right. Oh, orange you should have said orange. you were you were hesitating on black and white. Or when you said white, you were thinking, oh. Yeah, they're black. not going to have black. But I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Always yeah, bet on I've, black. Always. Always. Yeah, that's a good black. point. 24, 24 Tadpooler said black. Then we get into the, the weird stuff, right? You've got your... You're you like, like the... Your blue, green, yellow, yes. orange. Blue, green was my this. favorite. Right, but uh, then we get into this kind of stuff. Uh, one of the newer colors in the Crayola box, macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. When did that uh, get added? You, that's you can't new. eat that, right? You know, people do know that, right? No, no, yeah, you can't eat those okay, cool. Just They're non-toxic. Yeah. Oh, wait, but, when did uh, that get added? Do you have that data? 90s, I believe. Oh, the uh, 1990s. I did look it up to make sure that it was did, in the... Uh, wow. Did, and they didn't. And how about a, 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 a Nuggets color? Is there nuggets in there? Is there a, <laughs> yeah, chicken nuggets. <laughs> chicken <laughs> strips. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hold on, I'm gonna look and see when uh, somebody somebody looked that up because I'm not gonna uh, look up when mac and cheese got I'll, added. I'll but, look uh, it up. Why not? Keep going. Okay. All right. Uh, next up was number eight. Brick red. Brick red. Okay. Brick okay. red. I don't remember okay. that. Don't remember that one at all. Uh, number nine. You were you were dancing around burnt orange. There was one more burnt, uh, and it was burnt umber. Oh, okay. Raw raw mm. umber. Raw Oh, that umber like, is raw. I like my I like my umber somewhere in the middle, yeah. a little yeah, bit of in the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like it so raw. Rare not raw, but also not burnt. Yeah, I don't like rare umber. Mm, too bloody. And finally, I like it raw. Uh, a very popular 1993 was uh, macaroni and cheese. Oh okay. shit, you're right. I just look. I just saw it as you said it. All right, yeah. Okay, and then uh, lastly, 
Cerulean, which is oh just my a fun, God. It's a favorite. Like it's 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 high up in here because the tadpole really just likes to say I Cerulean. Yeah. I, say, I don't even know what that color is. What is that even? Is it's it, blue. There was a whole. Blue? Wasn't there a whole uh, X Files episode? Not a whole one, but the beginning of an X Files episode when somebody was realizing <laughs> they could see one. the future, and they they're in this car and they go Cerulean. And the driver says, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they come to a stop sign that they were about to go through because they're distracted by uh, Cerulean. And uh, a big truck that would have slammed into him goes by. Uh, I don't uh, remember that. I got to go back and watch it. Cerulean on the side. Oh, oh. That's yeah. I don't remember that at all, but it's that's kind of cool. It sounds it's like called, a uh, pusher in the pusher the episode. episode? What, okay, yeah, uh, the pusher season. identity force says pusher and uh, interesting. It's that that actor that we've seen in everything too, and I can't remember uh, his name, but we've seen a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, some other ones that didn't make the top ten: uh, cyan, periwinkle, cornflower blue, Peri- peach, forest green, magenta. We had cyan, we had magenta. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, orange, purple, brown, tickle me pink, midnight oh, blue. Yeah. Fire engine red. Then you got your red orange, not to be confused with the orange red, which was right next to it in the box. Uh, eggplant means a whole different thing now. Electric blue. Um, razzle dazzle rose apparently is a newer one. Screaming green. Uh, orange uh, atomic tangerine. Uh, butterscotch. Yeah. Fart gas, somebody said. I don't think that was in there. There's a robin eggs blue in here. I never even heard of that. Robin egg blue Mm. is one that somebody said. Hot Mm. pink, Indian red, laser lemon. Laser Laser lemon. Are you doing laser lemon? I like that. (laughs) Laser lemon. That's awesome. I want to see a laser lemon. Uh, Sunset orange. There you go. All right. Well, there you have it. Our Crayola uh, version of the feud today. Well done. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing 120 bucks. I want that one. Oh, it comes with stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Twenty. They didn't go 128. Nope. Oh, that's what I said. I was, but I think they had to squeeze some uh, memorabilia in there too. So I don't know. There's one called that came out. Or they put in here in 1926. It was pulled out in 1944. So it's not there now. But it was called Maximum. Was made out of lead. It was made. It was called Maximum Red Purple. That's cool. Oh, maximum red purple. Maximum red purple. That's what color your that's what color your uh, toe is if you shoes are too tight. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. They should have one in here. Uh, oh, there's a Van Dyke brown that that was pulled in '35. So you, and you don't have that anymore. Anyway, uh, well done uh, to everybody yeah, sorry, except Tom. Except Tom, uh, you lose. <laughs> but that's all right. That's Tom fine. knows. <clears throat> Tom's been uh, he's been down this rodeo before. He understands how this works, and he'll that's be right. back again sometime soon. Tom, thanks for playing. And Brian yeah, Dunaway, thank thanks for being here to be a part of it all. Man, what a yeah. what a party it's been once again. And- and Brian, yeah. I'm going to let you know, uh, keep this link handy because uh, Monday we're going to be playing a new game that uses another interface in this in this thing. In so, this format. Okay. Ooh, format. Keep it handy. Oh, interesting. So I don't get any more squirms? Well. Uh, no. Well, maybe, you know, maybe in the future we'll have some more squirms. Oh, but I think, I think we had our okay. last squirm. I have a stack of cards that I can't use for morning squirm because it is so, they're so disgusting. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Well, we, you know, is, I'm yeah. talking. I mean, this is the like morning stuff. <laughs> the morning puke. 
Let's do that. Yeah, the morning yeah. puke. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Brian Dunaway, uh, sure look forward to seeing you this weekend for uh, Film Sack, where we get back together and we watch a thing, which I don't remember what right, it we're is. Gonna, we're going to watch The Hearts in Atlantis. Isn't that it? Oh, Hearts. right. The, another right? Richard Bachman book. Steve, uh, Steve, yeah, Stephen King. Yep. Uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins in there doing a thing. Uh, I've right. never seen it, so excited to see how that goes. That's Hearts. I scrubbed it. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> you're real excited. I can tell you're stoked about it. <laughs> All right, well, I good. Usually, a lot of times I'll scrub movies like that. I'll just kind of scrub, just kind of look real quick through it. Yeah. And I was like waiting for some kind of exciting event or anything. Yeah. And it's mostly people talking. Maybe the dialogue's really good. Yeah, maybe it's supposed to be a good book. I don't know how the yeah. film adaptation it, is. It's it's a it's a it's a it's one of those anthology books isn't it like it's a it's a collection of short or novellas no, right well it was part of a collection of short stories yes the the right. movie itself is it's or the book called. itself is its own it's its own standalone thing but it's part of another collection yeah right so but that's okay you sometimes stephen king like green mile and shawshank were both short stories in a collection and they were amazing so yeah. you know who knows we might be able to get something great if not we'll blame randy because he picked it it'll be fine oh, did he? Uh, exactly yeah. yeah he didn't pick it we all agreed to it yeah that's true. we that's did true. but he still By the way, picked I'm, it. I'm moving mars attacks over to the left side because that is that is on streaming now oh Nice. Oh, is it really? I saw a bunch of Hulu. Hulu just picked up a Hulu just picked up a whole bunch of uh, old crappy movies. There's a few things I was going to tell you guys oh, about. Oh, all right, cool. That's that's great. Uh, well, we look forward to that this weekend. That's right. Filmsack.com. You know it. You love it. Bye, Brian. All right. Okay. He's out of here just in time for us He's to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. Going to do a little tech talk this morning, and then after that, recommendals with the aforementioned Randy. Uh, yeah. and, and more. So stick around. Brian, hey, hey, Brian, play a song, Brian. Sorry, I'm in the process of uh, Mars Attacks Netflix. I moved The I Losers. Moved Catwoman? <laughs> oh, you moved The Losers. Okay. All I right. moved The Losers down one. Don't worry, Losers still happening, but we're going to do Mars Attacks between uh, Wild Things and The Losers. It's all good. Yeah. All good in the hood. Uh, yeah, it's time for a little Indie in the Middle, and it's uh, an indie that is uh, submitted by a listener who is, who's the person responsible for making it. It says, hello, Brian and Scott, uh, Patreon and occasional tadpooler Thomas from Norway here. This summer, I released my first EP in a decade called Tears in Rain, filled with songs about powerlessness, loneliness, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm going to request that you play TKO, a strangely jubilant song about feeling your age. I'm sure you can relate. We're roughly the same age as seen through the eyes of an ex pro boxer. Uh, I've already submitted the song once since you said you'd play any music from the community as long as you didn't completely hate it. So either you thought it was horrible or you didn't get to it yet. I just didn't get to it yet. Uh-oh. Either way, love the show, though. And I'm dedicating this to uh, Tonya, my kind and patient partner of 28 years so far. Oh, my Simon gosh. Thomas. That's great. Long time. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, from uh, Ted Pooler and listener Thomas Herlofsen. Uh, this <laughs> is from the... Hold on a second. I want to play this for his Tanya. Hold on. My name is Tanya. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. It's T-O-N-J-E. Oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'd say I that. would guess that that's pronounced Tanya. Somebody might correct me and if, if, you know, we'll have to find another audio clip if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, here is Thomas Herlofsen from the EP Tears in Rain and the song TKO. I've tried 
I want to show you what to do if your clothes ever catch on fire. Because the fire won't just burn your clothes, it'll burn you. You're magical. You fat slob. This is the morning stream. back everybody brian remind us who that was just now sure that was thomas herlofsen and the song tko from the ep tears in rain tko 
TKO, a technical knockout. Yeah. By the way, you want to hear, I'll, I'll give you the question and not one of the answers from one of the uh, cards I will not use for trivia for Morning Squirm. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. What does it mean when you give somebody a Poughkeepsie inhaler? <sighs> I have no idea. <laughs> Do you even want to tell me? Is it horrible? Uh, uh, well... <laughs> See, that's the thing. Uh, so somebody, while you were on your VR, yeah, could have been giving somebody a Poughkeepsie inhaler. Oh, <laughs> like tooting in their mouth? If there was a yes, oh my was god, person involved. <laughs> what is that about? Who is doing that? Somebody's doing that, and it ain't me. Holy yeah, Moses! Somebody does it enough to give it a name. Sorry, Poughkeepsie, you got roped into that deal. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever so there that you go. That's, that's one of the questions we won't be using for the morning squirm. That's fantastic. All right, let's get Tom in here on that note and uh, have a little bit of tech discussion. Always a good time on a Wednesday morning. And, uh, you know, we need to know. We need to know. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. Celebrating Sony buying Bungie Week, we have Tom Merritt here joining us from the Daily Tech News Show. Tom, look at you and your cool sweaty. I like your sweatshirt. That's a good look. Look at that. DTNS mm, and everything. Hey, thanks. Look I at that, a DTNS. It's a, nice, well, uh, it's anybody, a Len design. Anybody who's a patron at the very top level gets one of these sent to them every three months they remain a patron. That's Whoa. amazing. It's also, and I think, like, like, I can't afford the top level. Uh, we also have other things like a mug. Oh, look at that! Yeah, these are these are Len Peralta designs, I believe. Yeah, this is a this is a Peralta a Peralta original. Yeah, <laughs> a print, if you will, an NFT. Not really. Uh, hey, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, Tom's here to talk about tech. We always do this on Wednesdays, where he comes in, talks about the latest tech headlines that are happening that day in preparation for the Daily Tech News Show, which happens later today. Uh, so, Tom, what's going on? Is there anything big out there going on happening? Well, uh, I'm I'm looking into the fact that India announced it wants to launch a dig- digital rupee oh. uh, on a- April 1st. A droopy. A droopy. A, a, a dro- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> what's droopy say? Calling it a digital rupee on April 1st. I don't know. I just <laughs> yeah. Me wonder. A Interesting. Mm. So yeah. uh, digital, anyway. not and not to be confused with the actual digital rupees that already exist in Zelda games. We're talking correct. About these their are currency. these are distinct. They are non fungible mm. with the uh, with the rupee you find in Zelda. Sure. Uh, so. Uh, th- this would make them the 10th country to launch a digital currency. And no, El Salvador is not one of them. Everybody thinks about El Salvador because they made a big deal about accepting Bitcoin as legal tender. That is a different move gotcha. than issuing a central bank digital currency. The idea with the CBDC is that just like the U.S. Federal Reserve issues dollar bills and $10 bills and $20 bills, uh, there would be a digital currency issued by the government for use it would not be like Bitcoin. In other words, it wouldn't be decentralized. It would be centralized to be issued by the government, but it could take advantage of some of the efficiencies of blockchain technology to uh, to re- to make things more efficient, uh, to make things a little faster. Uh, a lot of people are skeptical of whether it really is more efficient or faster. I guess we'll find out as more and more countries do this. Uh, but the theory is that 
the even even when you centralize uh, the blockchain database, you can get some of the advantages of decentralization that you don't have from a central database. So the decentralization in Bitcoin means nobody owns the servers. The centralization in a central bank digital currency means the government owns all the servers, but they can be in multiple places and they can take advantage of, of some of the efficiencies of decentralization that you don't get from having a central database. Uh, they're they're more secure. They're less hackable, therefore. Uh, they're not, you know, bulletproof, but they're less hackable. Uh, and right now, the system requires a lot of checks and balances uh, that a a digital ledger has built in uh, to, to kind of authorize and confirm and, and avoid fraud. Uh, so if you can take advantage of all that, you can, you can make transactions a lot faster. Anybody who's done that uh, waiting three days for, for a check to get digitally transferred into your account, that stuff could be done almost instantaneously with a digital currency. It also means that you could issue uh, currency directly to people uh, instead of having to do it through banks. Although it looks like the banks are going to say, yeah, but we don't want to go out of business. So please uh, issue them uh, through us. That That's certainly the case in the United States. So we're going to check in on that on D- DTNS, kind of the state of central bank digital currencies. But this, this is something that is coming. Uh, and it has the potential to help the unbanked. In other words, you could have a wallet with digital currency in it without having to qualify for a bank account. Gotcha. Uh, so even if banks are helping to administer the system, uh, it could make it a lot easier because you don't have to pass credit checks and background checks and things like that. So there's a lot of potential upsides, obviously a lot of potential downsides in centralization. Is it really more efficient? Uh, all of that. But it's uh, it's something that 87 countries are investigating and nine countries have already launched. So we're going to see more of these. So here's my question. Uh, centralization my initial thought is when you centralize your digital currency, just like if you centralize your physical currency, it automatically will make it a more stable, less volatile currency. Uh, Correct. By by that, I mean, you know, you hear about these huge pumps of... Uh, I mean, ish. Know. Depends on the country, well, right? Well, it depends on the country, uh, right. People's people's currencies collapse all the time. fiat currencies are, are very volatile, but yeah, in, in general, fiat currencies tend to be more stable. Right. So, yeah. so if you're so if you're already, your rupee market is pretty stable, chances are your digital rupee market will probably be more stable than, say, something that's more of a speculative Bitcoin or Ethereum yeah. or something like that. Um, is the U.S. anywhere near something like this do you think like if you had to guess uh, yeah yeah they, they, the u.s is investigating this the federal reserve is, is conducting an investigation it's very early on uh they're already trying to negotiate congressional opposition to it uh there is opposition on the environmental end uh, of people worried that it would use too much power uh it doesn't have to it doesn't have to use any more power than than a current uh, a data center does. If you don't do proof of of work uh, like Bitcoin does, which you wouldn't need to right. uh, in a centralized system. Sure. Uh, there's also people opposed to it on on the grounds of of it. You know, uh, putting the banks uh, out of business. They've got bank lobbyists who contribute to their campaign, so they want to make sure that 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 the banks don't get cut out. And there's other people opposed to it just just on 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 grounds of of being. I don't know, kind of anti-technology sentiment. Uh, we don't need it. It's not more efficient. Uh, so so there's some opposition in Congress, but the Fed is taking a very measured approach saying we will not 
issue this until Congress grants us authorization to do so. We will investigate it and present all the facts to Congress so it can make an informed decision. That's where we are. Uh, On the other end of the spectrum is the Bahamas that issued one in October 2020. Uh, They were the first one out of the gate. They've, They've had one... Uh, for a long time now. And uh, China is the biggest country that's the farthest down the road. They, they've issued one that is in a, a test phase, but they've got millions of users of it. And they're really going to try to push it to be used during the Olympics uh, to try to move that test farther along. Yeah, that's the great thing about China. You can your tests can be millions and millions of people, maybe hundreds of millions of people, and you're still only in, talking in just a one city. It could yeah. be millions of millions of people, and that's what they've done. They've yeah. tested it in Shanghai, they've tested it in Beijing, and got millions of users. So yeah, that was that one's the the biggest currency that's farthest down the road. Uh, Korea just finished their phase one, and of course India just kind of came out of nowhere and said we're issuing one April first. Yeah, not giving you any details on how it's going to work or anything like that, but it's coming. China, so China should just call theirs the ten cent. That's what they should refer to it as, you know. Oh yeah, no, they're, yeah. A, they're not. Def, they're definitely. Yeah, you in the 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 mood in China. If if people out there don't realize, uh, is is that the uh, government is cracking down on tech companies for having too much power. So yeah, <laughs> that's funny because Xi Jinping would not want to call anything after a tech company. No, uh, it yeah. is it is the digital yuan. If anybody wants to know that. Oh, what that's what they call it. Just digital yeah. yuan. Okay. Yeah, well, that's boring. You need to have a cool new name man you gotta like nah, droopy I, <laughs> I know right the bahamas called there's the sand dollar that's cool see it's be- uh, yeah. yeah everybody else is just calling it the digital rupee the digital yuan, boring the digital dollar yeah i don't want oh, digital dude. dollar because di- uh, that's no. boring you gotta call it the dollar uh, digit digital digital still dollar. Think droopy i'm liking droopy yeah droopy's the not digital bad. euro the digital <laughs> shekel that's lame <laughs> Uh, well, all right, uh, but covering it will not be lame. That'll be today on the Daily Tech News Show, so do check that out. Check it out all week, in fact, because it's uh, Daily Tech coverage. It's right there in the name. It's got D in the name. It's for Daily. And uh, I'll be on today because Wednesdays are my day, damn it. Uh, so watch for that. It's not That'll the be... Digital Tech News Show? No, it's the day. Okay, all right. <laughs> you need to start Man. your own currency, Tom. And we could get it. off the hook of having to do this every day if we change our name. That's <laughs> right. There you go. Bitclam. That's a good one. I see you. I want Bitclam. Bitclam. That's good. Do it. Like, it has to be some coastal, you know, clam farming town or city, sure, state, sure. whatever. Yeah. Shells have often been used as currency in history. Yep. So yeah, there's sure. something there. The Bitclam. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, all right. Hey, uh, Tom, anything else going on you want to mention to the fine folks? Well, you mentioned you're going to be on the show today, and one of the things we're going to have you talk about is is kind of the overview of all the, the gaming upheaval with uh, Sony wanting to buy Bungie, Microsoft wanting to buy Activision Blizzard. Uh, this, this sort of announcement from Sony that they want to get into uh, 10 live platform games by 2026 after they acquire Bungie. So uh, we, we're going to get Scott's take on all of that. Be sure to check that out, dailytechnewsshow.com. And as we mentioned, if you become a patron every three months at the highest levels, if you stick around, you get some cool stuff. Yeah, like this rad sweatshirt you got on today. It's really yeah. nice. And uh, if you if you're at the mug level... Three, uh, nine months in, you get this one with Sarah's face on it. Oh, well, then why wouldn't you want? What is even the reason not to? You just convinced me. So go get in there, you guys. It's Tom Merritt, Ace Detect on Twitter. If you're trying to find him, then Tom, have a fantastic few hours till I see you again. Bye now. (laughs) If I can say words, it'd be great. Hey, we're done with Tom. That means that it's time for us to recommend some shit. And, the uh, low key Randy Deluxe. Yeah. Uh, sleepy Randy, I think is what we call him. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, probably no coffee in his systems. Probably super chill today. <laughs> and uh, we're going to dive right in here, folks. 
Recommendals, where we take streaming stuff and recommend it to you, fine folks at home. Sometimes we tell you to stay away from things. Will I be doing that today? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, anyway, hey, it's Randy Deluxe, Randy Jordan. Hey, welcome to the show. What's going on? Good morning, morning stream. I am so glad to be here. I'm happy to say I did not blow $3.6 billion this week. Yeah. I did, however, <laughs> I did, however, really, really wonder what what is up with the tadpole not knowing the number one Crayola color, which is goldenrod. Yeah, it's goldenrod. It is goldenrod. I yeah, agree. A few people said it, but yeah, it's uh, it it's was surprisingly a low number saying goldenrod. Feels like I, goldenrod was was uh, everywhere. Like you would have extra yeah, goldenrods. That and was packages. my porn name, by the way. Was oh, it? was yeah. it goldenrod? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> four, pe- four people, four tadpoolers said goldenrod. Okay. It's just un- it's unbelievable. It was yeah. the it was the color. It was the one that if you looked at anybody's Crayola box when I was a kid, it was way down. Yeah. Like uh-huh. they they were all you know because you judged by how far down. The color had been used, sure, right? Sure, that's how you judge. That's the how you know if it was, was good. Like, yeah, that one burnt sienna was always way, way down. I'm oh, pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure my daughter's dog was it Ripley or maybe Rainer. One of our dogs ate a a crayon recently. Mm. Can't remember which one now. Do I have that right? Is Carter in the chat? She could clear this up. But I think one of them ate one, and I don't remember if we got it out. If they ate the whole thing. I don't know if you're supposed Herp, to do something special. Some burnt sienna wrapper. <laughs> I mean, it should be just—it's just waxy nothing, right? It's not going to hurt. Yeah, him. yeah, it's okay. carnival I mean, wax or something. You say, or... you say it's waxy nothing, but I just two weeks ago had a uh, a load of laundry that included uh, some shorts or pants from my kid with a Crayola oh, in the no. pocket, all melted in and, there, oh, and it, yeah, it managed to go through the wash and the dryer. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's no ruined, good. Ruined like hundreds of dollars worth of clothes. Oh yeah, like, yeah. totally. Like, yeah, some good job. new shirts of mine that you can't possibly get that. When out. there's a will, there's a way. I always say, hey, uh, Carter in the chat says it was Ripley. Okay, I I did have it right, but I couldn't remember which dog. Um, but she was fine. She pooped it, right? Or she yak it? I don't remember. She she usually throws up something gross uh, once a day. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey Randy, it's good to have you here. We're gonna dive right in and uh, do these recommendals. Um, the the grand tradition is Brian starts, and we're not changing that. He's starting today. Brian, anything to set to up here? Tradition? Yeah, not us. Uh, first one is a series, and uh, boy, it's it it gets summed up. The, the crux of the series gets summed up in just these first few seconds of what you're about to hear. My goodness. Here we go. I know what you want to hear, but the truth is the plane crashed. A bunch of my friends died and the rest of us starved and scavenged and prayed for 19 months till they finally found us. And that's the end of the story. I think we both know there's a bit more to it than that. I can't imagine what you guys went through out there. Nobody can. And that is worth something. It's worth a lot, actually. I can guarantee you a seven-figure book advance right here, right now. We could write it together, but it's your name on the cover. Not interested. Sorry. What if I told you the others were? Then I would say that you're lying. So you are still in touch. I haven't spoken to any of them in years. I would not know how to get hold of them, even if I wanted to. I moved on, and I genuinely hope that they were able to do the same. No idea what this is. That is a series called Yellow Jackets. Uh-oh. Right. Um, this is uh, about, about this. a people won't shut high up about school. It. Yeah. 
who won't they won't be just people love it that's like people freaking yeah, yeah it is it's great yeah. um this is a series about a uh, a group of teenagers a high school soccer team that is on their way to the state championship or sorry the national championships after winning state and their plane crashes uh in the mountains and um it's how they survive but you you get a lot of like the lost kind of thing where you get instead of flashbacks you get um, the flash forwards, right? You see, you see them as teenagers actually surviving in the mountains, and then you see them in current day and age, where um, they're they're experiencing this like uh, book deals and like a little mystery that's going on. There's a very there's a very lost kind of feel to parts of this, but I don't want anybody to feel like this is this is super um, losty. It doesn't have that. Um, oh, we're creating this weird smoke monster looking thing that creates screeching noises in the jungle and, and stuff like okay, that. But, There's, but there, bottom line yeah. of this for me was their cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. Is this like that, uh, that, that alive movie with the soccer players in it? Is that what this since, is? Since you see the answer to your question within the first minute of the show, the first couple minutes of the show, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Since it's it's not a spoiler. subject right there. You know, like, like, you know, when we've had, we live in a time when we've had like Game of Thrones already. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot Mm -hmm. of taboo subjects have been put front and center in like our our most watched shows, you know? Yeah. Wow. This, uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. For sure. But it's not, it's not super, you know, it's not, uh, there's, there's blood in it, of course, but it's not like over the top kind of stuff. Um, your cast is some great folks in here. Um, Juliette Lewis and Christina Ricci are, well, and Melanie Linsky are the adult versions of some of these teenagers. Uh, Melanie Linsky, people might know, she was one of the girlfriends on Two and a Half Men. I think the most consistent of the girlfriends on Two and a Half Men. Oh, I know she which was one also yeah. with you. You definitely know her when you see her. It's like, oh yeah, I totally know her. She's from New Zealand, and I never would have guessed that. Although the big hint should have been. She was in that uh, Peter Jackson movie, Beautiful Creatures, with Kate Winslet. Yeah, she was the uh, she was the the girl that was not Kate Winslet in Beautiful okay. Creatures. All right. Sure, sure. Uh, um, this is uh, so far it, it's great. It's a ten episode first season. Um, it has been renewed for a second season, so we will get a continuation of the story. Thank goodness. Um, it is on uh, Showtime. So here's what you do if you haven't done this already. Um, get the Showtime Paramount Plus combo, and it's the same price as just getting Paramount Plus alone. You can watch right. your Picard. You can watch your Star Trek Discovery. You can watch all that stuff. And then you can watch uh, the Showtime stuff and watch Dexter, New Blood, and Yellow Jackets. Is this the girl? I'm going to put this in our Discord. Is this the girl yeah. uh, that I think it is from Two and a Half Men? Is that her? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's... Uh, that's the one well, I always think of. Is that not I'm her? Not 100% oh, no. sure. I'm not so sure. Oh, I always she's always the one I think of when you say the regular girlfriend, but maybe I've got the wrong one. She yes, she was the stalker, I should say. Oh, that's Paget Brewster that you put in the, yeah. the chat. Oh, not yeah. her then. She was she was the one that was added to that horrible Yahoo season 6 of Community but was one of the best parts of that horrible Yahoo season 6. Gotcha. Uh, no, uh, Monica reminded me it's the one who stalked um uh Charlie and Charlie Shane. A thing Charlie that would Sheen. never happen in real life because no one likes Charlie Sheen. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. I didn't watch that show very much, but I always remembered her for some reason. Yeah, Melanie Linsky, so, I'll just give you a little, uh, let's see here. 
Copy, image, paste. Here you go. This a is lot of people in the chat watch Two and a Half Men. Jeez. I know. I yeah. know. I've never seen a single episode of that, but uh, okay. there you go. Oh, the girl that... Uh, she was also Linsky, in Up in the Air, uh, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, they say, the chat says Linsky was in that... Uh, uh, I just watched oh, she's it. In Don't, Don't Look, look up. up. She's the wife. Oh, okay. Right. I know who that yeah. is. She's great. I like she her in that. Great. Yeah, yeah. She, he pissed me off so bad in there. I really felt bad for her. It's a long story. Yes. Go watch. Go, don't look up if you so, want to know what I'm talking about. Anyway. So is Yellow Jackets a starring Christina Ricci and Juliet Lewis no. show, or is it a featuring once on one episode Christina Ricci and Juliet uh, Lewis? Featuring in every episode. It's, you know, they are the adult version. Like you, you spend half your time in the show with the adult versions of, of some of the characters. And, you know, of course that does let you know a couple people who survived, but you still don't know how many of the rest of them survived. Um, I think Randy's point is like, they're not, they are regular cast members. They're it's, regular cast members, okay. but they're not, I wouldn't call them stars not the, of the, show. the first names you see in the credits. And that's yeah. like, yeah. I, I guess we're just still not to the time yet. And I keep predicting it and it's not happening when uh, the de-aging tech and all of the you know CG makeup and so forth is so good mm-hmm. that you just have one actor play multiple ages at all they, times. Like here's here's the thing, um, Christina Ricci's character, the, the teenage version of Christina Ricci's character is pretty good. Looks a little bit like her. Whoever, I mean, the woman that they found to play the young version of this woman we put I put in Discord, perfect casting. Really, like yeah. yeah. Um, because like you know what I'm, you, but you know what I'm talking about, right? I like totally we, know what we, you're talking about. Yeah, we absolutely. We have the tech now for the run of a mill TV show to have full CG exteriors and interiors. Mm-hmm. You you only you only need to put people on a soundstage uh, surrounded by green, and everything else is made by computers. It's all yeah. video game. It can be animation. done, sure. It's now, expensive it though. So if you're gonna do your like you know your drama like this, I, it's probably less expensive still to do it this way but i i, I take your meaning like what's i want to talk about this more with my recommendal because isn't there like, okay because very you, very you know like it's it very seamless and you know mo- many shows so many shows shows you wouldn't mm-hmm. expect they they're they're you know uh, uh cgiing in you know uh cars and buildings and so on and so on yeah uh, but like the people we're still we're still casting different people to play 20 years apart yeah, yeah it yeah. will be cool yeah once we're able to do that and that because then it just won't take you out of the film when you see oh yeah that's totally it what's great is when they use like they show the person's uh, adult life and they've got the photos on their wall and you can look at those as they walk by them and say oh that's clearly photos of that actor as a kid that they've like <laughs> I photoshopped love or put on the walls. I do too. I just yeah. want to stop a minute and say, I love that. If that is a job, I would like that job. You'd like I seriously that job? like, right. like I am so attracted to the task uh, that whoever has in a show of finding, of making, talking to your media artist about making, like, I don't know why. I just love that, 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 that yeah. figuring out how to, how to put pictures on the wall. And again, it goes mm-hmm. to my thing about what we do in the shadows man, the beginning of what we do in the shadows gets me every time. I so want mm-hmm. all those yes. pictures of me and mine. <laughs> oh, the, like young, the intro? Right, yeah, all the young versions of this. So uh, Drenched Wildfire asked, is this a horror genre TV show? I would say it's dark humor horror, psychological dark humor. So maybe along the Dexter lines. Um, 
you know, where there's, there's some gore, there's, you know, some horror elements, but for the most part, it's kind of like a dark humor kind of thing. Hmm. Okay. I, this so. one has definitely been on my radar. Everyone keeps talking about it. I got to watch it. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't want to keep talking about cannibalism, but I realize there is, there, there's cannibalism and there's cannibalism, right? There's like uh, yeah. referencing something terrible that happened and you don't see it and we don't talk about it. Yes. And there's depicting it, right? Like those are right. very different. Yeah. Uh, you get the former. You don't get the right. latter on this. You don't see right. them eating a finger that's been cooked <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, that's unfortunate. Forget it. I'm out. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to number two. Uh, all right. Number two is a film. This is going to be a very short clip because it's a Swedish film. And uh, there's maybe five English words in the whole thing. But, um, but uh, hey, if your Swedish is on point, then you're going to love this. Oh, sweet. All right. Here you go. I'll send it to Wendy. Here you go. Tyvärr innebär detta att vi inte längre kan styra Aniara. När vi passerar en tillräckligt stor himlakropp så kommer vi med hjälp av gravitationen från den kunna vända tillbaka i kurs. Exakt hur lång tid det kan bli frågan om kan jag i nuläget inte besvara. All right, sounds like yeah. some Swedish business going on there. Right. It is some Swedish now the the reason I picked that clip and just didn't say didn't leave out the clip and just say oh it's a Swedish thing is because that clip really does sell the fact that this is a science fiction dystopian we talked about Logan's Run earlier in the show and this has a Logan's Run but done in 2018 look to it vibe to it uh, sort of I mean just in 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 style and, and technique not in what people think the future is going to look like <laughs> kind no, of thing. Gotcha. Um, the movie is called aniara a-n-i-a-r-a aniara and you hear him mention that that's the name of the ship and it's a ship where um in the future this dystopian future where uh the climate finally decides to swallow the earth whole <laughs> yeah. uh they start the migration of earth to mars to recolonization on the planet mars and um, they need to get a bunch of people onto these big ships to get people to Mars. Um, the, the fact is, you know, these things are massive. And to give them a steering system and this propulsion system to direct them to Mars would be expensive. So they, they calculate everything to the, to the uh, millimeter and project these spaceships to mars these okay. these colony floating cities these big slabs of of cities and something happens to one of these ships uh the aniara and it goes off course some space debris makes it go off course um because it doesn't have any propulsion all they can really do is and what they plan on and what that that guy was explaining in his beautiful swedish uh, language was that they're going to find a star or planet and kind of slingshot around to come back to earth or hmm. come back to to mars like re redirect it gotcha um and and uh that's all i'm going to tell you about this film 2016 okay. so it looks like this, not too old so this is a ago. horror because they're trapped on a ship together is that this is science this is just straight up some science fiction Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, but but horror, the smell that that place must have after after a couple right? of weeks. <laughs> oh yeah, it must be horrible. Uh, this is some really cool sci-fi. Like this is, um, 
science fiction character study or science fiction character uh, elements. This is uh, this is a film that I watched on the flight back from. I, I downloaded it to my iPad and watched it on the flight back from New Orleans, and. That said, I'm going to let you know there's some nudity uh, in there that I wasn't expecting, and I had an aisle seat, and so I had to do the thing where I, where I basically swipe the video down to uh, picture in picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have a towel handy over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? I swiped it down to where people around me couldn't really see what I was looking at, but I could still see the subtitles for the talking that was going on during the nudity. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been on a lot of flights the last few years, but yeah. I have been on multiple flights the last few years where someone near me that I could see was just watching porn. I mean, it wasn't, just, porn. it wasn't just yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, uh, I feel like yeah. that guy needs to get off the plane. That's what I think. Yeah. Or going I mean, to the what's bathroom. he doing? Watching it for the story? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, this uh, Aniara, this is not like yeah. Avenue Five. This is not this at is, all. No, but but you know what? This is like the drama version of Avenue Five, really. Okay. If you're, all right. you're gonna, yeah, if we're getting compared. So this came out in 2018. It's based on a 1956 Swedish poem, of all things. Um, but then it uh, in 2018 it premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival and Magnolia Pictures gave it a theatrical release in 2019. So oh. right before the oh right interesting because the, the date on the thing here is, uh, is 2016. They don't say much about where it came yeah. from or how it got there. Where'd you see this? Hulu. Hulu. This is on your. This is on Hulu okay. and um, and Amazon. It looks like it's on Amazon. Oh, Prime is it? Too. Oh, cool. Excellent. I'm glad it's available in multiple places because I feel like people should see this. Um, God, and I don't want to say, yeah, yeah like I, said, I don't want to say much more about it because saying more about it gives some things away and, and all that stuff. It's, it's you, you, you accept, right, that it's a really hard sell if it's in a foreign language? Yeah. I do. I totally yeah. do. Because uh, I know uh, people hate reading in subtitles <laughs> and, and clearly the, parasites. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> nice. I don't know that it, I, I still don't think it's the, it's the reading. It's the quality of the subtitles that's always suspect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Squid Games is a great example of that. Yeah. Uh, with the <laughs> I mean, yeah. Tina, yeah. Tina watched Squid Game and had the subtitles and the dubbing up, which for me would just be super distracting because you'd be comparing – what they said yeah. to what was written. Um, and she'd point out really funny things like, yeah, he just said this, but the subtitle said that, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a, there isn't a lot of subtitling on this. I mean, there's a fair amount, but it's not like a, a, a super talky film. It's more about the, the reactions and this futuristic, uh, decision-making that they have to do. Nice. I, I just want to, I just want to know, I, I, you know, I'm trying to build my my follow up. Uh, uh-huh. All, all uh-huh. this, like, I'm putting down the sure. name of what you, and I'm looking sure. for a link to it. And uh, my browser just really, I start typing in the name of this thing. My browser yeah. is like Animaniacs. No, yeah. we, we need oh, to yeah. talk about Animaniacs. Randy, you like Animaniacs. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> very, very do. different content, Animaniacs, compared to this science. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. All right, that one's on Hulu. Go check it out. It's Available. on Hulu it's on, or on Amazon and on Amazon. Or Prime. Amazon Go Prime. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. And and you know I can't tell you. Oh yeah, there's there's this actor in there and there's this other actor. I mean, sure, it's got um, you know everybody Swedish. likes to see Bianca Cruzeiro and Arvin Kananyan and Anel Martini. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Borka Borka, all it. of them. Uh, all right, here's uh, here's what I did now. A uh, very busy couple of weeks uh, I had. 
As a result, Here I've been able. Excuses. I've been. I haven't been able to watch new stuff. I just haven't had time. So I did watch a couple of previous recommendals. Well, one of them was my own. I rewatched um, with my wife because she hadn't seen it. She wanted to see Nobody with. Uh, mm, yeah. Uh, Odenkirk. So we did. We watched it on HBO Probably Max, Odenkirk, which yeah. just landed there a couple days ago, or a few, maybe a week ago now. Um, that movie's great. It's John Wick for retired middle-aged guys. It's, it's great. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed that. And then we watched Brian's recommendal for um, uh, The Last, the Last Duel. Duel. Yeah, and yeah. it was awesome. Uh, we loved it. Uh, Jodie Comer makes that thing work. I think without her performance, it's not nearly as a good of, of a film. Um, but that being said, because she's so good, I think Ridley Scott built a hell of a movie around uh, that story. And I thought everybody was great in it. I can't believe Ben Affleck was actually really good in it. And the role he was in just freaked me out. I can't believe how good that was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know he can do it because he's done it in other movies. Argo's great. Yeah. He's great in movies. But, man, that was awesome. I love that mm-hmm. movie. So so quick you know, recap there. But uh, I had really no other time for anything. Um, I watched a thing that I don't think regular people are going to like. So I'm not going to get into it. Uh, but instead, I'm going to tell you one this Thank rabbit hole. Wow. Hold oh, on. Man, no, no, no I'm leaving you there. I'm leaving you hanging. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. It's, I, I know that's your job. Your job is to pull a Johnson, but. Yeah, my Johnson has been regular pulled. People? Regular people? Regular uh, people. Um, the, the broader audience is not going to like what I this other thing. I'm not even sure I do yet. So is I'm going to. like documentary or. No, it's a TV uh, show. Was it was it's porn? not porn, no. I'm going to finish it. When it's done, it's. Uh, I'll say that it's still ongoing. When it's done, then I'll report back because right okay. now I don't know if I want to recommend it. But <laughs> here's what I did instead. I had a I had a, a moment where I had to do some 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 work, and I thought I need something just to play in the background. I ended up loving it and laughing my head off. And I went through I don't know fifty of these. Uh, I'll play a clip, and you can guess what this is. All right, so here you go. Okay. I'll just say I'll put it this way: it's a playlist on YouTube. Okay, so here okay. it is. Now, if we had to have a fight between a wolverine and a hyena, what do you I'm think? I'm sorry to say, if whoever gets the first bite. Uh, but I'm just telling you, I mean, Crushing seriously. power is unbelievable. Yes, and you know how you track them? Oh. No. Their poop is white because they eat bones, they eat everything. If they kill you, you won't even have a bone. They won't even find you. And are these full grown? No, no, these are babies. Eight these these are babies. So yes. how large will these hyenas get? About as big as they can get. Um, so they, get about, they get about... How much? 150 pounds. It's all, is it all the Jack Hanna Letterman thing? Yeah, so I did a, I got on this kick where I I found basically somebody, somebody online had assembled a huge playlist on YouTube of all, of most of Jack Hanna's visits to the Letterman That's set, great. both from the NBC years and the ABC years. And he, uh, I'd never seen the 2015 final episode he was on, or the last time he would be on, which was that final week of shows for Letterman before he retired. And uh, that was great. That was a totally awesome uh, visit. And it was also kind of sad because Jack Hanna was crying at the end. He also uh, is, uh, you know, kind of a handed a raw deal. He's, he's dealing with Alzheimer's now and, and uh, pretty, pretty far gone dementia. And it's really sucks because I think Jack oh. is the sweetest oh, dude ever. I haven't heard about that. Jeez. But anyway, he, uh, and that's, that's all been in the last couple of years that happened. But anyway, he, um, he was always my favorite thing to watch back in high school. And I'd stay up late and watch Letterman. I was, I just loved the Jack Hanna visits. Turns out he was there the second most times on the show as a guest at a hundred and three uh, appearances. Hold on. Oh, wow. Hold on. Yeah, I know. I know that does bring up the game. Let's play. Okay. So, uh, it's maybe Chris Elliott. Nope. No, he was uh, like, it wasn't, he was more of like a, 
He was very early and not that long. It was and featured okay. actor sometimes. Was so it then that, uh, that rules out Dave Super Grohl? Dave too. Not Dave Grohl, no. Okay. No. Any other mm. guesses? I'll give you a hint. It's a it's an older guy who we kind of just lost, someone who died recently. Oh. Regis? Yep, Regis Philbin. Oh, really? Well yep. done. Jeez, good good wow. bull, Randy. 150, 150 was appearances it, was by it him. Larry Bud, Bud Melvin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 100, 150 appearances by by Regis. So he he has a very wow. comfortable lead. Then it went Jack Hanna, and then behind that was like, oh, I don't even remember. I forgot the third one. No one ever remembers the third one. Anyway, um, it was uh, it was just really delightful, and they were always hilarious, and Jack just naturally is funny and the way the rapid fire way that they would have to get animals out and then back and then out and then back like they were always just on fire to show every animal they brought in there um funny stuff just happens when animals are out in the middle of an audience and you know dave had the perfect chemistry of them is an amazing amazing run so i just got on this tear where i watched that so there's my streaming recommendation for the week go watch a bunch of jack Hanna appearances with david letterman which you can find a million of them on youtube i found a Great recommendation. I have, I have exactly one friend in my life who sends me YouTube playlists, and I want more. Oh, but by, that one friend, by the way, is uh, a Mexican fellow who is working on a degree in English right now. Yeah, and so the YouTube playlists he sends me are often kind of related to his <laughs> his uh, realm of study, right? And so, like, I need friends to send me fun. YouTube playlist. Can you, you, can you, you mean he's an amigo, right? He's an amigo. He's an amigo. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love, I love your accent. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm so glad you appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. It's really good. But I, I need, uh, I work I need hard on that. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad somebody Please. appreciates my, I'm sure. asking you to, and anybody who's listening, really, if you, if you, if you, if you ever text me, send me some YouTube playlists. I need okay. more. All right. Yeah. If well, you want to learn how to create a, uh, a power system, in Astroneer, I've got quite the playlist for you. I'll oh, send it to you. Excellent. <laughs> excellent news. All right. Well, that's what I watched. Oh. Hey, Randy, uh, any setup for what your I, clip? What do I do with this, Scott? And, and quick quick TMS LI. Like, do I put David, Jack Hanna, David Letterman video? I don't know what you do there. I have no idea. I think Scott did not put in a proper entry this week, <laughs> is what I would think. I mean, you guys, if if our if our recommendations have to adhere to the to the way that thing uh, works, I don't know if we're doing our jobs right. But all I'm saying is, <laughs> look, if you got no time, I've had no time for anything extra. I'm <laughs> giving you a hard time. I know. I so know. you just got to do what you can do. And it was really entertaining. Like, I found yeah. myself like, oh, man, I'm so glad I watched this. I needed this. And I think other people might find that as well there's a real and go back to even the oldest ones there's just some moments of like drop dead hilarity from that show it's so good okay. anyway sure. uh, randy just wanted to, so, just wanted to give you a hard time for a it's second all good. it's all good randy <laughs> so I've, what do you i've got? recently i've recently been recommending things that are like everybody's already seen this come on right like it's even if it's new everybody's watched this stuff that i've been recommending recently so i'm gonna recommend something this week that i'm sure no one has seen and they haven't seen it because it's brand new and it's not being advertised much at all and this is uh, prestige television, by the way. So uh, that's a that's a whole thing. I think maybe we might want to uh, uh, unpack what that even means. But uh, it's prestige television. The clip Scott's about to play, the only setup you need is that this is set in 1882. And it is a conversation among a young woman and her two aunts who she has just moved in with in New York City. All right, here you go. I will say what I like in my own house. Not to me. I thought I might find a job. 
Would that be out of the question? Only if you wish to live with me. Well, I don't want to be idle. Perhaps there's a charity that could use my services. How generous and how suitable. That depends on the charity she chooses. But first we must attend to your clothes, my dear. You will go tomorrow with Ada to my dressmaker. And no black. But I'm in mourning. People here won't know when Henry died. You're making your debut in society. You are young and pretty and need to be shown to advantage. I don't want you hanging about on the edge of things like a lonely crow. Ada, remember, I want cheerful colors, whatever she says. But we must look out for some people with sons and daughters your age. That's true. I don't know anyone. Now, you need to know we only receive the old people in this house. Not the new. Never the new. What's the difference? The old have been in charge since before the revolution. They ruled, justly, until the new people invaded. It's not quite as simple as that. Yes, it is. Well, I'm new. I've only just arrived. Marion, never mind that the Brooks have been in Pennsylvania for a century and a half. My mother, your grandmother, was a Livingston of Livingston Manor, and they came to this city in 1674. You belong to old New York, my dear, and don't let anyone tell you different. You are my niece, and you belong to old New York. It's that new thing the Downton Abbey dude's working on. Yeah, um, that would be Julian Fellows is the creator of this show. That's the, the also the creator of Ghostford Park and Downton Abbey and uh, From Time to Time. Um, that you heard uh, the voice of Christine Baranski. Christine for the Baranski, most part. yeah. Uh, there was also just a just a little smattering of um, Cynthia Nixon in there. Uh, your, your, oh, your Charlotte. Yeah, your Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, but the main character, uh, the young woman who's uh, sort of returning home, although she's never been here before, uh, was is played by in her first uh, screen role, uh, Louisa Jacobson, who is uh, Meryl Streep's daughter. Oh, and. Oh. Uh, she is. Uh, she's also gone by Louisa Gummer, I think, uh, that her dad's last name. Oh, she yeah. is a revelation, absolutely incredible. And of course, I mean, she's Meryl Streep's daughter, so you have expectations. But she yeah, it doesn't always so, work, right? Like some people, yeah. no one, no one talks about like Robert De Niro's kid. You know, like you, they have to have a talent of their own. But it probably doesn't help. It probably doesn't hurt that your mother is like the greatest actress of all time. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah. this is like I mean the summary doesn't do it justice at all. It's it's imagine Downton Abbey 50 years earlier in New York City and instead of being about one household it's really about two households that are across the street from each other. All of the upstairs downstairs stuff both the it's about both the you know the masters and the servants in both households. Um that just doesn't do it justice. This is a uh this is a very complicated drama. It's it's much more complicated than those other things that uh, Fellows has made before. And uh, Have we said the name, just, the Gilded Age, right? Have we said that the Gilded Age, okay. the Gilded Age on HBO? Yeah, uh, just just two episodes out at this point. Um, uh, but the first one's a feature length film ep- length feature feature film length and uh, feature length film. <laughs> yeah, so your your two episodes are going to take you like two and a half hours to watch. Yeah, and uh, if you you know. If you're not into it after two and a half hours, uh, then I guess you just won't you won't get it because they put it all in the first uh, couple of episodes, like the whole the whole setup. Yeah. Um, and the and the setup is, by the way, new money versus old money in New York City during the Gilded Age. Interesting. Uh, the the primary avatar of new money is a couple 
uh, played by Morgan Spector. Maybe you've uh, seen him on uh, Boardwalk Empire or Homeland. Oh, okay. He is phenomenal. He is he is tasked with playing a new money railroad baron, and he is just he just chews up the screen. He's everywhere in this thing. Uh, just absolutely amazing. And his wife is played by uh, Tysa Farmiga. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, uh, Vera's little sister. Yes. Yes, exactly. And uh, and sh- her job is to be sort of the villain, but she's super under uh, like relatable. <laughs> so she's not really a villain. Yeah. Uh, guys. Yeah. I really I really want you to watch this show. I like everything that dude's ever made. So uh, I'd loved downtown abbey just loved it kim and i did so this is definitely on our radar and i love that era i love that like late 1800s things are about to change big time uh yeah. in the in the country you know there's still a lot of western expansion and cowboy bullshit going on over on the on the left side over there and on the right side it's a bunch of hoity-toity city folk getting ready to you know get cars and, and, and industrial and age like, and i I came into this thinking, oh no, I'm going to see a period piece. And that's really, really hard to pull off nowadays. Like you need to, you need to really make it look right. And boy, do they, it's, it's filmed mostly in Rhode Island and in Yonkers. And uh, that's just that, that doesn't even do it justice. It's a lot of green screen stuff where they have built a New York of 1882. Just, I it's, it's phenomenal. Like you just can't, uh, like you can't see the the difference between, uh, you know, where the actors are walking and the long like backgrounds that are clearly computer generated. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they they have done just enough, and you got to remember, New York City is kind of not populated yet, and and so it's just a, it's like you know, dirt streets and a lot of empty spaces, which I guess is easy to generate, right? But <laughs> like, it's just like there's something about what they've done here. That really captures the what what you might think. I don't know for sure, right? I've never s- seen New York City in the 1880s, but like this is just it, it's it's really well done. It, you can tell that HBO has is willing to to pass the budget that uh, makes this thing uh, you know look right. I don't think enough people talk about how Meryl Streep's been married to the same dude since '78, and there's no like mm-hmm. drama or weird divorcey no stuff. scandal or yeah. yeah. I think that's right. cool. Also, just looking at Louisa Jacobson's uh, stuff here. She's 30, and this is her first role. That seems odd to me, coming out of that family, I guess. I just would have, I don't know. I don't know why that's so weird that suddenly at 30, she has this like, you know, revelatory job in this new show. That's just a strange thing. I mean, who knows why? But uh, anyway, I'm going to watch it. I'm in. I'm all in. Bring it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm all in. Someone said in the chat more people lived in New York City then than now. That can't no, possibly be that true. can't be right. Uh, like the New York City uh, is currently something like nine million people, yeah. and uh, at the turn of the twentieth century, it was something like three and a half million. Yeah, uh, but um, it's again like just watch this show seriously. If you, even if you even if you're like no 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 that's chick chick stuff you know. Like, oh, give no, this a shot. that's not Julian Fellows does not make. I mean, you know, chick stuff is obviously a, it depends on your definition of it. But the he makes period piece drama like nobody's business. Like, it's so good. And it's is good. I mean, I love period piece stuff anyway. I don't care who does it. Like, you know, if I want to watch some medieval thing, I'm super glad Ridley Scott makes it because I really like his take on that sort of stuff. And it's the same thing here. It's just 
if you like good drama, this is not a this isn't a chick flick or a chick show or whatever your definition of that is. It's just I, a really well made drama set right. in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, say. and I and I do want to say this is for like this is for that audience. Like I, 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 that audience is often described as a chick audience, right? Like that's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. it's it's for it's definitely for them. Like trust me, this is. Uh, but I, what I'm trying to get across is it's not uh, soap opera. You know, mm-hmm. it, this is mm-hmm. prestige television. What is prestige television? I don't know. I don't have a good definition for you, yeah. but that's what, that's what this is. Don't be surprised if nine months from now, this thing is winning Emmys. Well, in uh citywide population, just for, just to clear this up in 1900s, as close as we have to this in terms of census, 3,437 people or 437,000 people. Uh, 2020, 8 million, 804. So yeah, there were not more Hey, people. look how close I was. Yeah, you were pretty close. You were pretty close. Yeah, and Shoujo just said, this ain't Bridgerton. I agree. That's a really good uh, comparison because in some ways it is like Bridgerton, right? There are a lot of ways. The costumes, the acting, right? Like there's a sure. lot of things there. But Bridgerton knows what audience it's going for, right? And and it, it, like this... This is for everyone. It's a I'm it's saying. a romance uh, Bridgerton and no, uh, no shade here. It's a romance novel story, like in the in the yes. very traditional sense of like really steamy, sexy scenes for the ladies, and then the rest of it is a lot of hoity toity backbiting and that sort of thing. And it's fine. It's it is what it is, and it's obviously very popular. But I don't think this fits in that category or anything he's it, done previous it, to this. Downton Abbey yeah, was not this at all. So. And uh, the the one last thing I want to say about this is a bunch of Star Trek connections. It's so fun. Mm. And that's probably true of all of these shows, right? Like if I, I've never really thought about it before this one. Yeah. But uh, uh, like just to give me an example, one of the um, one of the sort of they, they love to name drop in this show, right? They uh, we're going to go uh, we're going to go see the Rembrandts later, or the you know, the. Uh, Macafellers or whoever. I, love, the, I love their theme to friends, by the way. Oh, no, it's so yeah. good, right? Uh, you know, and one is so one of the dropped names is constantly the Astors, right? The uh-huh. the famous rich Astors of this time in New York City, yeah. and people hush hush talk about Mrs. Astor, and they really want her to make an appearance. And she finally she does make an appearance in the second episode, and it's played by Donna Murphy who was Picard's love interest in Star Trek Insurrection, and I just love those little things. Oh, I, I like her. Wait, is that yeah. uh, uh, not Croce? What was her name? It had a, she had a weird name. Uh, Picard's girlfriend. Gosh and dang it! She ended up running off with running off with Q in the end, right? Oh yes, right. Uh, uh, it was like no, a weird name. Oh, no. You're thinking of you're thinking of the show. Oh, Vash, 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 Vash. Vash. Isn't that her? No, not her. Yep. No. Yep. In, that's her. in, in Star Trek Isn't Insurrection, the archaeologist. Oh, in, uh... Insurrection in the movie, right? Different lady. Yeah. We're thinking is oh. TNG. Yeah. Yeah. In Star Trek Insurrection, her name is Anij, and she's a she's just a one hit, and she's uh you know so like an immortal and beautiful and wise woman that yeah. of course Picard just like falls for immediately. Yeah. Because why but wouldn't anyway? You? She 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 has this role in this show, and she has a line, a couple of lines, and they're really good. She's like she's really good at this. Yeah, and I just I just love that. You know show. who's also great and shows up in stuff like this all the time? It's not this in particular, but she shows up in shows like this, and that's the Borg Queen. I can't think of her name, but she's great. She's so good. The Borg Lady. What's her name? Uh, Borg, yeah, Borg Lady. Borg Lady. I don't know her name. <laughs> 
<laughs> Cringe. Something Krieg. Alice Krieg. Alice Krieg. Krieg. There Alice it is. Krieg. There She's awesome, dude. Oh, my gosh. I love her. All right. Uh, well, there you have it. Uh, she was in Deadwood also. Uh, hey, the Gilded Age, get in on the ground floor, folks. Don't wait around for this one. Yeah, get in there. Uh, and also follow Randy at Randy Deluxe on Twitter because he's going to post all this stuff up. And, of course, uh, over there at, quick, at quicktms.ly, we will also have listings for all of this. I don't know if mine will make it in, but maybe it will. Uh, but yeah, go check those out. Uh, watch these things because that's why we recommend them and, uh, come back next week for more. Randy, anything yeah. else you'd like to say before we go? Nope. Oh, well that was simple. Bye now. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Yoink. laughs> cause last week he had stuff to say and then I cut him off. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Oops. Uh, all right. just prepared for that. Like you just said, yeah, not, uh, might've been not again. Never again, sir. All right, that's it for the show. Big thanks to everybody who came uh, out here and watched it today. Uh, we'll do another one of these tomorrow. Got my sister here and some other stuff all lined up. Very much looking forward to TMS tomorrow. Uh, a reminder that we are supported by you. It's a brand new month. It's time to throw a dollar our way or more if you want some cool benefits. Uh, but the do- even the dollar gets you a ton. It's super cheap, and we're dumb for doing it. But take advantage of us, like we've said before, and go over there now to patreon.com slash TMS and sign up today. For everything else you're looking for, it's at frogpants.com slash TMS. And I think that'll do it. Hey, Brian, you got music to play at the end of the show? I do. And I've also got all of our recommendals up there at quicktms.li as well. Nice. Um, All right. So um, this one is, uh, and I closed the window. Why, why, Scott? Why did I close the window? (laughs) I don't know. You're a a tab guy. No tab? You don't have a tab open? No, close the tab, I mean. I closed the tab, not the window, the, (laughs) the tab. Gotcha. Uh, let me really quickly reopen the tab because this is a uh, request that we had. All right, here we go. Victoria Perry wrote in and said, Hi, guys. I need a song. It's cold. It's dark. Where's the sun? What day is it? I live in Cornwall, Ontario. Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada. Fantastic. There you go. Yeah. Yes, I request the birthday anniversary birthday song in October. And it's been a brutally cold winter so far. I'm not picky on the date. I'll leave that up to you, Brian. Big fan of Matthew Good. So something good surprised me. Take it easy, guys. Don't forget to test the ship's phasers. Hey, Birdum, Vicky. Oh my gosh, let's see. <laughs> let's test the ship's phasers. I don't know where Bur- the Birdum clip is. But... Been a while since we've heard the Bird. Hi, Birdum. It's a long. You know what? That was like year one, wasn't it? Like year. Uh, it was get... early, yeah, uh, two or three years in. Oh, here it is. Hi, Birdum. There, there we there go. There we go. Ah, oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, all she needed to say was Matthew Good. There's a great cover that I have not played by Matthew Good on this show. So we're going to play it now. Came out in 2005 on his album, In a Coma. Here is Matthew Good and his cover of Depeche Mode's Enjoy the Silence. See you guys tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. And I'm addicted to coffee enemas. Okay, great. Oh, all right.